Mama. A word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Marin. We love mamas, and we love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in a closet. Because we have them, too. We know that moms need moms, and that's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and sweatpants, and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours, too. We hear you, and we want to connect with you. This is your community. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the Mamahood. Hey mamas, welcome to another episode of the Mamahood Podcast. I'm Aubrey, sitting here with Marin, and we're so excited about this topic this week and feel like it's so important. It's one we've been wanting to do for a while, um, so we're going to kind of dive a little bit into it. Yeah, a lot of um, moms have requested this topic, so today we're so honored to welcome Sarah Workman, who is a screen smart expert and is here to chat with us about how to use, limit, and consciously use screens of all kinds in our homes for both us and our children. Welcome, Sarah. We're so excited that you're here. Thank you so much <laughs> for having She is seriously me. such a doll. We're so happy to have her here. And maybe before we dive in, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and just a little bit of background. Yeah, so I kind of got super interested in this topic little bit over a year ago my husband and I realized that screens were getting in the way of our relationship kind of interfering with us connecting so much we would come home from work turn the tv on sit on the couch and I would stare at my phone and he would be staring at his phone Mm -hmm. and by the end of the night I would know more about a girl that I hadn't seen since high school because of social media than how my husband was doing or what his day was like so we kind oh of gosh, reflected, so right? Yeah. <laughs> and so we kind of reflected on um, that and kind of found a screen balance that worked in our family. So then fast forward a little bit, and I, when we had our son, his name is Royce, and I became a stay-at-home mother, and I wanted... To, I kind of felt like I needed to entertain him all the time, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to be on the screen or like sit him in front of a TV. So instead I ended up buying a bunch of toys. Like I, every week I'd buy more and more toys and I figured this is probably not the best solution (laughs) for the rest of his life to entertain him just buying toys. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, um, just looking for items around the house that I could entertain him, like putting macaroni and like containers to let him Mm -hmm. shake or making a box for a little home for him and really I made a website for mothers and relationships and individuals and children to um, have the facts about screens and then ideas and tips how to find the right balance for their screen usage in the home yeah Yeah. that's That's really really cool what's the website really fast so the website is Sarah S-A-R-A-H, ScreenSmarter.com. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay, so you have the one kid. Yep. Where are you from? Give I'm us from little... Ohio. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I went to Brigham Young University and graduated in child studies. Awesome. And um, I married a guy from Utah, and now we are here in Utah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's really, really cool. And yeah. thank you for creating that. I just think that we're kind of navigating this kind of unknown territory right now with screen time. Like Mm -hmm. everyone kind of embraced it a while ago and was like, great, screens are awesome. Let's use them, use them, use them. And now we're starting to see negative side effects from it. And now all of us young moms are kind of figuring out, trying to figure out how to dial back and like, what should we do about this now, this overusage of screens with Mm -hmm. kids and with ourselves and everything. So, well, it's even um, like a question the doctors ask you now too. Like how often are they? And it's like, oh my gosh, like it totally has science behind what you're saying too. Tons of science, like tons of studies. Um, so you mentioned it before we recorded, there's an article, um, called the silent tragedy affecting today's children. And you mentioned in the article that it talks about, you know, what screens are depriving our kids of these days. And I want to really dive into those because I thought those were really powerful topics. And I, I don't know, that just affected me when I was kind of reading about those. So um, 
let's dive into those. What what are kids being deprived of these days because of screens? Um, so children these days are being deprived of emotionally available parents, movements and outdoors, creative play, social interaction, opportunities for unstructured times and boredom. Instead, our children are being served with digital distracted parents, indoor lifestyle, and endless stimulation, technological babysitters, instant gratification, and absence of dull moments. So just reading what our children are going through, it just makes me sad to think that when they think back on their childhood, they're not going to remember building forts or going on a walk with mom and dad. They're going to remember sitting down and um, just being glued to the TV. And they're really missing out on so many developmental aspects of their life in those younger years when we do put them in front of the TV. Totally. I think it's interesting that you bring up that kids are missing out on boredom. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, like or those dull moments. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are those yep. dull moments and boredom so important to today's kids, do you think? So when kids have, quote unquote, boredom, that's when they their imagination starts. That's when they daydream. And that's um, super important because that's where they get their interests and they um, develop skills and their personality kind of forms. If they're getting glued to a TV the whole time, that's kind of like information shoved to them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, instead of them exploring and learning what they enjoy and what helps them like grow. It's so true. And it's such an instant gratification. Like mm-hmm. you can even see that like in my own kids when they watch too much, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you think that everything is gonna come so fast? And I'm like, wait a minute like it's almost like you can see it in their behavior too with anything else besides just the screen I mean even if they're wanting something they want it right now and it's like oh my gosh it's because you've been getting fed this information I mean just in their brains they're just thinking I need it right now you know and I think we feel that way too with some stuff because we have such a fast you know internet world that I don't know I think as adults, we have that same problem too. Oh, for sure. That's why we love Chick Fil A. They've got the fastest drive-through. So <laughs> right? So and they always say, "My pleasure." I yeah. know. They're so kind. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're so kind. Yeah, and I mean, we were just talking about last night, Obs and I, that when our minds are still and there's nothing like being yeah. fed into our minds, sometimes that's like when we have the best ideas or when mm-hmm. we really um, like. I don't know, have the best thoughts that can really change mm-hmm. us. And if I, I just now realize like we need to allow those same moments for our kids. Like they really need moments of their mind mm-hmm. being still too. So yeah. That, well, like and I love said, what you said too, how I'm just repeating basically, but just that moving, it's almost like instead of things being shoved at them, their minds are going outward yep. and they're wanting to create and to have an imagination. I love that. So when you say emotionally unavailable parents, um, that, I don't know, that phrase like just strikes me in my heart a lot because I never want to be an emotionally unavailable parent. So what I mean, um, what does that mean to be an emotionally unavailable parent in relation to screen time, you know? Um, So what I understand it to be is when you as a parent are looking at your phone or your TV and this is for entertainment wise this is not like because we understand that like parents have to work and they use like computers for that but when you are on your phone like scrolling on Instagram and your kid comes up to you and is like hey like I have a question and you're just like default on your phone it's kind of like you're not there like to connect or you don't Mm -hmm. even look up and you're just like okay whatever like responding to the response so like you're and also when you're so deep in your phone you're kind of disconnected from the world you really are yeah so true and so like if your kid like if you aren't watching like let's say you're at the park and you have your phone and you're looking at your phone and not your child and who knows what could happen at the park like he falls or like 
another kid is not very kind to him or something and you're not aware of that like you can't help him in those situations if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and so emotionally it's just important because then like we're role models for our kids and Mm -hmm. a lot of like ours um screen time predicts our kids screen time so if we're constantly staring at our phones or watching a movie or a television and our kids see us doing that then they are going to interpret like that's normal that's okay too okay i want your opinion this is off the outline too but so in school my little boy they have started this reading program and i don't know if you guys have seen this before but Um, It's basically like a reading program that they log into on the computer and they Mm -hmm. learn how to do some reading things on the computer. So it's a screen thing. Mm -hmm. But I have a hard time with it because I'm like, I want him to learn to read from like physical books. Like I'm old school about that. Like Mm -hmm. he doesn't need to be on an app or a computer to like learn all of that. And it's like required. He has to do 10 minutes a day or whatever it is. And I'm not trying to like bag a school, but I'm just like. He can do that with a hand, a book in his hand. Like he's right. already, I mean, screen time is kind of my time to be like an intentional <laughs> screen time. Here's your, I need to get this done. Here's your two hours a day and that's it. Right. Like that's what you get. I don't want it to have to be a requirement from a school. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'd be mad. I'd take him out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I don't know. I'm I don't weird. Know. I, I just, think that's so weird. I think it is. I, and I, it bothers me. Um, and I would love to hear even, I want to hear your perspective. I would also love to hear like a teacher perspective too, as to why that's something that they have leaned towards because we've been doing books forever. Well, and I've heard a lot of it is because of the data. They want to like collect data and what's working and how kids are reading. Yeah. Just to like help them keep up. But I'm like, yeah, he can learn the same thing from a book. Like I, I just, it's so, it's so interesting. So what do you think about it? So, two points. The first one I would say is, like, I completely agree. Like, it's so interesting that everything, like, your child is being handed, like, a computer at school. Yeah, yeah. But um, it is also teaching him how to use technology-wise. Yeah, true. So, like, um, he's not just using it for entertainment. He's using it to learn, which is, um, will help him down the road. Second thing, I would just show him books as soon as he gets home like just make sure that he knows your that you value books and he will take that and he'll know that computers are for one thing like a tool for school but books are also just as good yeah yeah true. and books can be entertaining or work you know yep. like mm-hmm. he can do both for sure exactly. i think that is good advice and something good to bring up is that we are on a mission as moms to limit our screen time, but that doesn't mean we're never using it. We're using it for like important things like work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think if you have to be in an environment where your child is using screen time for something, maybe be really intentional mm-hmm. about letting them know that that's what it's for. It's not for well, and wasting time. Screens aren't going away. Technology is mm-hmm. not going away. And right. so if we can teach them to use it wisely, it's just like with social media. I was having a conversation with my sisters about it and they were like, when are you going to let your kids start like 11, 17, you know, all these ages <laughs> we're throwing out there. And I'm like, that's a, I mean, that's a whole different topic, but just same with screens, they can use it for good or bad. And it's our job to teach them because they're not going anywhere. Right. I don't know. I completely agree. So we talk all the time about trying to be the type of moms that look more into our children's eyes and not down at our phones and how that's a goal that we have. We're not perfect at it, but but just something that we try to talk about a lot on the show. Do you feel like this is actually like a really big issue in today's society with parents? Yes, I think it's a huge issue. Just uh, ever since I like started, like made the decision to create this website it's just noticing it like in stores restaurants like anywhere you go in public and in your home like it's just so interesting how much the phone is present Mm -hmm. I read a statistic that people check their phone every 10 minutes a day it's like what are they checking for like it's like it's um, become an addiction I feel like it's so it does affect your brain like drugs and alcohol the addiction to phones and so crazy yeah 
so it's interesting you have to be conscious when you're using it because like how many times have you checked been like oh I want to know what time it is and then five minutes later you're knee deep in Instagram and you still don't know what time it is Mm -hmm. just because you're like (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's funny because like even when I was a teenager like we had a home phone you Mm -hmm. know and if the home phone rang like someone was trying to reach you and you answered it and other than that like you just lived your life Mm -hmm. and I would love for my cell phone to work the same way like that it's just there and when someone's trying to reach me that's when I access it and then otherwise I don't really use it like I would love to get to that point I feel like though we're so like like you said knee deep in this issue we're addicted to it in a way it's something that's become such like a rapid part of our life mm-hmm. and for sure that's actually a really good point like we had those boundaries like we mm-hmm. knew like we couldn't take the home phone with us like right. it was like stuck there and that's also we had a, a pager tel- right <laughs> <laughs> or like those super old school like um cell phones in cars like I've yes. seen in movies like that just is bizarre mm, but no, that's so, so funny well, you wonder like what's coming next too. right it's crazy and so that's also the same for our kids with televisions mm. because like growing up like the tv was like attached to the wall like we weren't going to yeah. take that but now like kids know that like our cell phones can open up to this whole new world and so like when they're in the car or the doctor's office mm-hmm. or grocery store they're like they don't understand those abstract boundaries back in the day I would just like I had my shows that I wanted to watch but like if I missed it I missed it like right it was gone yeah like have to wait another Until next week who yeah. knows how long to see that episode <laughs> yeah. of Lizzie McGuire which P.S. <laughs> is yeah. coming back McGuire. Is that crazy? I'm so excited. Okay, between the reboot of Lizzie McGuire and Taylor Swift's new album, oh, I feel like I know. I'm a teenager again. <laughs> Do you not feel that way? I, Taylor Swift's new CD, I'm all. I'm right? here for it. CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still listen to CDs, okay? What are you listening to? <laughs> Have it on cassette. Okay? Yeah, seriously, our kids are going to be like, what's a CD, mom? <laughs> oh my gosh. Album. Sorry. Okay. I want to know. So I love, I mean, I just love hearing all the background of all the, you know, obviously we know this is so important, but I want to hear, let's talk about some things that like some ideas or things we can Mm -hmm. do. Maybe just kind of give us some ideas of how we can limit our screen time and kind of keep ourselves in check and, or maybe examples of things that you do that help you. Yeah. Um, Because obviously I love that you shared that experience of what kind of sparked all of this Mm -hmm. and obviously you are seeing such a difference so um there's three like topics or areas that I really focus on the first one is meals not to have phones during dinner time lunch time um or even when you're snacking not to do it in front of a screen because Mm -hmm. sometimes when you look down and you're like oh my gosh I ate that entire pizza and I didn't even expect it like Mm -hmm. because you're like mindlessly just eating yeah true and um so Hmm. what we've done at our house is during dinner time we put our phones in a drawer and including our apple iWatches Mm -hmm. because um it's actually proven people are like less not as connected yeah because like you know that phone could go off at any second and Mm -hmm. draw someone's attention away from you Mm -hmm. and so um that's really just like a time for my husband and I to like ask how a day was or upcoming events or just like tell a joke or like Mm -hmm. be silly and so um the second is in the car and um like when we're going to like run errands or just like Hmm. pick up some dinner or something is not to have our phone like when we're at a stoplight to pick it up like just have that moment to like observe what's around us and have that moment to like just be quote-unquote bored if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and also for Hmm. our children like instead of just handing them a device like have them like look around so that they can be observant and like imagine like what other people are doing in their cars and stuff like that yeah that's a really really good point before mm -hmm. you move on I just want to talk about the car because I do feel like the car is kind of the spot where I finally allow myself to pick up like 
not that I'm like texting and driving, but like it is kind of that spot where I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to podcasts or I'm going to like check, like put my phone up on my thing and watch Marco Polo or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just <laughs> yeah. feel like. Or, or catch up while my husband's driving, like hurrying. Yeah, especially. Yeah. Or um, especially <laughs> like in the drive through or oh, yeah. um, I don't know, or the school pickup. Right. I do feel like those are times where my phone comes out because I feel like my kids are back there and I'm up here and they're listening to music or whatever anyways. And I do feel like that's, I don't know. I just feel like you kind of just changed my perspective on that. Like that, that's a really good opportunity to experience that boredom or like experience dullness or Mm -hmm. emptiness in our thoughts and in our mind for sure. And it's all like up to you, like whatever balance works for you and your family, like Mm -hmm. that's what helps me. And like, if that is your time that you feel comfortable, like you can just use that to when you use screens but, but you I won't totally use it. I just totally agree with you. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. You so just whatever. changed my mind. Cool. <laughs> and then the third place or the third is take screens out of the bedroom. So like mm-hmm. um I we usually leave our screens in the kitchen and pl- have them plugged in so that they charge and then um we rely on an alarm clock and then that gives us time to like detox the day just to talk and um my husband and I can talk during that time and also that like gets my brain ready to go to bed and um and the nice thing is in the morning I don't pick my phone up at the first like second Mm -hmm. like I wake up I um like I'm usually like getting my baby his breakfast ready and like doing other things and then I'm like oh yeah then my phone so it's that's been really helpful and like taking tvs out of the bedroom or like not having letting children have like tablets or tvs in the bedroom just um so that i think it's safer too like then you can monitor what they're doing so Mm -hmm. those are the three areas that i've seen have made the most impact in my family with balancing screen time that's 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 really cool one thing that we do is we have if you get like a small similac a formula like those little jars um and you empty them out they are the perfect size to throw a phone in there so we have like a check your text jar so every day from like six to eight both of our phones go in there and that's like just our time six to eight no other distractions because that's between like when he comes home from work and bedtime and I just feel like it's so interesting how different the Mm -hmm. house feels when you do that you know yeah so I think I don't think there's any like right or wrong way people do it like you said like everyone has for me the car is kind of where I can catch up for a minute because I feel like I'm all over the place but I just feel like I don't know I just love how you're being the whole purpose of what you just said is being intentional in all of those choices of what you're doing you're choosing when you're running your so your um screen time it's not choosing you, you know, like yep. you're not letting it. It's kind of what we talked about the other day too, like being the master of your, of what you're doing and not having it run your life. So I just think that's so important. Well, and I love cool. having like really specific times to think about because if we're not actively choosing a time where screens aren't a part of our life, then it does just kind of keep happening or it just pops up for us in those moments and almost mindlessly it happens but if we're like really intentional like we're in our room and we don't have phones in our room or whatever you decide I just think that's a really good way to keep yourself in check Mm -hmm. and I really like the the bedroom idea too go buy an alarm clock off Amazon like (laughs) that's always my excuse like my phone wakes me up yeah but I mean I know I love that because it totally puts your brain in a whole different Mm -hmm. you know mindset what a good way to like keep our bedrooms I don't know like an imaginative thoughtful connecting space instead of a a space to disconnect from each other Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's really great really good um so what advice do you have for parents looking to take back their child's screen time and put a limit on it and aren't sure how because I do think that they're are a lot of habits maybe that have already been formed for a lot of moms and um like I 
we get messages all the time from moms who are just like, please talk about screen time. Please talk about what I can do to make it better or to like help my kids not need it as much. Like, let, let's figure this out. So what advice do you have for those parents wanting to kind of take control again? Yeah. So I would first start with talking to your husband and just making like, figuring out what you guys can agree on with screen time for your children just so that you both like know the clear expectations with that Mm -hmm. and um there's a website and a podcaster called janet lansbury and um i can link it to is it is she the respectful parenting yep love her have you heard of her i've heard the name but i was gonna tell you about her the other day she's great yeah. yeah what is she go ahead no you're fine um so she has like i've listened to like this advice that she's given to a lot of parents who have asked the similar questions and there's three like things that are helpful and the first one is just being clear with your children like so that like let's say they ask to use their tablet today and you say no, but tomorrow you let them. Like mm-hmm. you just need to make it like clear across the board so that they understand what the expectations are. And then um, the second is just be confident in your decision, like support yourself. Don't question like, oh, is this really what we should be doing? Why can't he just look at his tablet or something? And um, which is sometimes kind of hard because I feel oh, like, for sure. <coughs> excuse me, I feel like when you're in transition. I mean, every day is so different or, you know, like some days you do need them to watch for a minute or someday, you know, like it's hard. Like it's hard to be completely consistent with it, but I do love, I love both these points. Sorry. No, you're totally fine. Yeah. No, I agree. Just because like when you're confident in your decision, then there's like no question. Yeah. So, um, And then the third one is to be a role model. So like, don't be using your tablet in front of them. Or if you are using your tablet, tell them that you're like saying, "Um, I'm looking for a recipe for dinner or like I'm trying to make a play date or something along those lines. And um, let them in on what you're using it for. Yeah. And you're not just doing something that you're asking them not to do like let them understand the purpose of it and the point of it. And for sure. And just when you're like changing these like um you're making changes to their screen time you can explain to them why you're making these changes like you no longer want it you no longer want them watching screens at x amount of time or whatever changes that you'll be doing for your family because it's not good for your mind and body and they might complain and it's gonna they will complain Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you Mm -hmm. just like sit down and be like I'm gonna be here for you and like let's walk through this emotion or like say like they want to watch Paw Patrol or one of those Mm -hmm. like shows and say instead of watching it let's make Play-Doh a Paw Patrol or like get their mind Mm -hmm. creatively moving from like the fact that they can't do this but they actually can do all these other things instead of just saying no and then just um another thought is just to um like prepare for these moments so that you have like a boredom cure box that you guys can put together or like have replacing screens with like um listening to music or books on tape or Mm -hmm. um get them excited about going to the library and having them pick out books or just finding activities um that they don't even want to watch tv it's so true and I love this point because I feel like you do have to kind of think outside the box Mm -hmm. how easy is it to just be like sure here's Curious George for a minute like I don't want to think of something to entertain you with so here's this because they're asking for it you're just like here it is it's so much it's so much easier to just give them to like give it to them right (laughs) for me I'm just like oh my gosh I wish I I wish it was so good for you because it's so easy (laughs) you always want it and I'm like off the hook like it's so nice (laughs) but I just think like for instance, in our car, we got a van that doesn't have a DVD player. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, like on road trips, I'm like, right. why didn't we just get it? But honestly, like we just did a road trip just recently and like 20 minutes into the drive, we hear, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And I'm like, we have four more hours. Like this is the worst thing. Yeah. And so I went and I looked up, um, there's like a stories podcast or something and I oh, turned cool. on one of like the fairy tale podcast or even just like a book on tape mm-hmm. you can do the same thing but I'm like it's almost like I have to think out of the box to do something like that and mm-hmm. he ended up my little five-year-old he ended up just like 
loving it. Like oh, he was cute. back there just listening to these stories and I'm like, this is so much better than a screen. Like mm-hmm. he always, like he just I don't know what it is. There's just like the negative effects. Like sometimes knowing the negative effects kind of make you not want to have them do it. Mm-hmm. So often it's just the easy way out. But if you know those effects or if you can tell it's affecting your child, it's just so much easier to put the effort into thinking of something a little bit different so that they can learn to have more imagination or whatever it is. And I don't know. I just think this day and age, a screen is being thrown in so often in front of our kids that they're forgetting how to work. I mean, even just that alone is yeah. is so big. So like in our family, we always, I just have like this like checklist of things he has to get done before any screen time is even asked. Like he ha- like I just want my kids to ha- to learn how to work yeah. instead of that instant gratification. And so I just love all of your tips because I feel like it's just so important, you know, and it's not easy. Like yeah. I am the first one to be like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. seriously. I yeah. like, it's so easy to just turn on a, a movie, but and some kids are different than others. Like mm-hmm. I have a, gr- a little girl who could could care less or could couldn't couldn't care less. Fix my grammar, Mary. Couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't yeah. care less about it. Like yeah. she'll we'll turn it on for her for a sec, and she honestly just doesn't really care. Cool. She will for a little bit, but then doesn't. And then a boy who's totally would just watch it all day long if I let him. So I think kids are different, mm-hmm. situations are different, and finding that balance for your family what works and being intentional in the screen time they have. I don't think there's anything wrong with screen time as long as it's intentional, intentionally being used. Yep. You know? Oh, so, I agree. I don't know. And to bounce off that point, like how you're saying like screens are everywhere, that average age of children regularly using screens is four months old. Oh my <gasps> how? Just like, or like, cause I feel like parents feel the pressure to entertain their children and Yes, just, and I like, don't get this. Right? My husband is really similar to this. Yeah, and I'm always like, he's good. It's good for them to be bored. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I love hearing I'm bored. Like, I have good. literal memories of like laying on my living room floor as a kid and being like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so and like laying there until I thought of something to do. Yeah. Don't you remember yes. doing that? I'm and just I, envisioning I, your I cute want that face for my kids. That you posted the other day. Marin's the cutest <laughs> baby face ever. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> so cute. That's awesome. The average age is four months. That's yeah. just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. that is so nuts. I, and and one little point that came to me that we do, I don't even know. I just, this sort of happened basically because I was in an anxiety state for a moment there. And we had this, like, this is my little advice for a mom who wants to, like, detox I guess is I read this article it was just like every single day I actually follow this feed on reddit (laughs) that sends it has like all these articles every day that are released the the most recent studies about screen time with kids and I feel like reading those really keeps me in check a lot Mm -hmm. and keeps it on my mind that Mm -hmm. it's that I need to keep my kids healthy and safe and 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 all those other things but anyways I read this article and then I came downstairs and my little boy is watching a show and I tried to interact with him and I was just like Hudson Hudson how's your day and I was trying to talk to him and he like wasn't hearing me yeah and in that moment I was like um we need to stop and so we actually just like turned the TV off unplugged the TV and I actually was like we're not going to do any type of screens for a whole week like Mm -hmm. No, because to me, that was a bad sign, like me talking to my kid and him not responding. And we did a whole week, no TV, no, I mean, that's really the only screen that we have, but like no screens for a week. And honestly, he didn't care. Like, and I know that the older kids get, it'll probably be a harder transition. Right. But maybe like for the first day he was asking to watch a show and then he just like, got used to his new normal and then I slowly introduced it again a week later on the limits that I wanted to set Mm -hmm. and he was totally more willing to like after a week of no shows Mm -hmm. he was way more willing to accept like one show a day you know totally versus I was gonna say that too like a detox is so good whether that's one week or even two weeks Mm -hmm. or a whole summer I've read this blog article from someone who did a whole summer no screens with her kids and I was like 
first of all, you're super brave. Second yeah. of all, I want to do that next year because of just all the cool positives that she saw from it. Totally. And the connections and yeah, I think that's great. But it, yeah, it does. Sometimes it does take reading the negative effects that happen or I don't know, just to kind of be motivated to do it too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, That's so funny that you said that because I saw a meme and it was like that they wanted to do the whole summer um, without screens and it's a meme and it says June mom let's go to the water park the library the splash park arts and crafts beach vacation and then July mom says net Netflix is your parent now <laughs> so like <laughs> it's so true though we exhaust ourselves yeah. yeah well and I don't think any mom listening should feel guilty like everybody your definition of what your screen time should look like is your definition. Mm-hmm. Like everybody is at their own pace with different things. Yep. I just thought, I just want like to make that clear of what these are just ideas. Like yeah. everybody has their own take on it or what their kids need specifically. And each kid is so different. Each situation is so different. I watched this thing too, where I don't know. I just think sometimes there are some situations where it is okay, and it's okay to give yourself a break. And if having your kid watch screen a movie all, movies all day long because you're in the bathroom throwing up because you're pregnant, or you know, there's different things like that. Or maybe you're a single mom and you're in the other room having a meltdown, and you really love your kid, so they're watching Mickey Mouse all day. Like, mm-hmm. props to you, mom, because right. that's that's you know, there's different things like that where you should not ever beat yourself up about. And I think give yourself a break and and allow yourself to to just be okay with with what you've done and move on with what you want to do. And as for me, it's just all about intention. If I'm intentional with it. So I was going to say is intention is like explaining to your kid. I know that today we're watching a lot of movies because mommy's really sick. Mm -hmm. So like if I feel like if they are aware of it or like mom's having a bad day, do you want to watch Mickey Mouse for a minute so that I can go and think, you know, wouldn't you rather have them like enjoy something instead of watching you really suffer through something, you know, like if they understand the reason behind it, then that's the intention. And then there's the lesson versus just handing it or just throwing it for no reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. So, so Sarah, sorry, back to, (laughs) um, you said, I just feel like knowledge is power Mm -hmm. and, and, and we're all doing things a certain way, but having, having knowledge helps us to make the the better decisions for our family or whatever decisions we want to make for our family. So you said earlier, I just love what you said, explaining to your kids why you're making changes and telling them like this, I'm making this change because it's not good for your mind and your body. So when you say that, I just love that phrase, like what, just to motivate us and to help us understand better why this is such an important topic. Why are screens not healthy for our children's minds and body? What kind of effects have you seen or do you want parents to be a little bit more aware of that they may not know? Yeah, so um, within the first two years, like our children's brains are developing so much and um, when we set them in front of a screen, the screen has rapid images that are just flying at them. And when we um, have that as a habit for our children and their attention span is affected by that. And so when they're in the real world, like you were talking about Aubrey earlier, that their instant gratification, like they can't really handle real life because they think that it's supposed to be rapid like that along with um our attention span sleep they um children have there's research showing that children wake up more during the middle of the night and they don't sleep as well um Hmm. obesity is linked to um watching a lot of screen time or having a lot of screen time Along with language development, children um, who watch a lot of screen time have, I think it's like every hour that a child watches screen time, they learn like six to eight words less. Like they speak six to eight words less than someone who's not watching the screen time. Which is really interesting. I'm going to interject and then you can continue that when we had Kim Christensen here with Talk Wordy to me. She said that every five books you read to your kids they learn through if you read five books to your kids every day over the span oh, yeah. of their life they'll learn five 
it was a thousand more five hundred thousand more amount. words or yeah i, can't I need to look it up fifty thousand more words huge amount yeah yeah so it's interesting that like more books are linked to more language development and more usage and more screen time is linked to less language development yeah it's interesting yeah Anyways, keep going. This is like motivating me to like detox our own <laughs> routines and stuff. This is great. Maybe when we release this episode, we should do like a detox your screens week. I know. I'm all about it. Cool. Anyways. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, so then also with that is emotional control and aggression. Just like children don't know how to express their emotion correctly when they're watching so much or they're on screen yeah. so why do you think that like what do you think screen why do you think screens affect our kids behavior and emotions because i've noticed this i've noticed oh, an yeah. excess of screens will make my little boy more aggressive or more irritable but what do you yeah. have any idea or know why it's linked to that um so a couple of things that i think is that they see it on tv like ridiculous behavior and then they interpret it for themselves also um children need to move they need to get outside and like um if you sit in one spot and just stare at a screen like you just get grumpy Mm -hmm. and you just get in a bad behavior so that's another reason maybe why and then also um like if children are turning to screens like when they feel upset or feel bored or feel like moody a little bit and they turn to screens like that's not they're not working through that emotion they're kind of just putting a fix on it Mm -hmm. a temporary fix so I think they just like don't know how to fully feel that emotion and go through it Hmm. yeah I love all of this you're so great I love all of your (laughs) I just want to like pick your brain with all this different stuff um what what would you say is like a media plan like what are what's something moms could maybe take from this as far as just like I don't know just something that how do you make a media plan you've you've talked about making a media plan yeah what what is a media plan and how do you make it this is really the first time I've heard of that so um there's a template through the American uh, I think pediatrics American Academy of Academy there you go Mm -hmm. so there's a template through the American Academy of Pediatrics that has a media plan and it's step by step what you like um, you just look at your day and see how screen time can, if you want to allow screen time and where you can balance it into your day. So um, two things I would say with that is avoid screen time in the morning because it kind of sets the mood for the morning and your kids have like, you have this energy a little bit, even though it's sleepy energy, but you do have like this um, fresh energy from, and um when you put them in a situation where they're looking at a screen in the morning, it kind of sets the mood for the day and it's kind of a tone and it kind of drains their energy. And then at night also, I would try to avoid screen time just so that, um, just for better sleep and so that you have time to, um, let your brain rewind a little bit. And, um, so the media plan is just like, where you and your family can talk about like when you want screen time maybe only on Fridays you do a movie together as a family or just wherever like okay mom needs to focus on some other project right now this is your time to watch tv and then when that time's up they know that like there's no arguments quote unquote Mm -hmm. hopefully (laughs) (laughs) um and that they like because they already understand like that's your plan so it's really for the family just to come together and agree on terms for media that's awesome yeah I think that's so good and having kind of it's just the whole like proactive and being active like just choosing that before things happen because it's so easy to just like obviously here's the tablet you know and then obviously and then your whole plan just just like ruins the whole day because (laughs) I don't know, you don't have a plan. So I think yeah. having a plan is so helpful. What would you replace um, like in the morning? It's because I've heard lots of the nighttime, like make sure you're not, even mm-hmm. you as a mom, not consuming too much media at night because it disrupts restful sleep. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people, and I even do this sometimes where like 
the morning we're all just kind of relaxing and the kids are watching a show or whatever yeah. and that's part of the routine and I know a lot of people where that's part of their morning routine and that's the time their kids watch a show so what would you suggest parents replace that with in the morning yeah just I would believe that something that I've read a few articles and it's just like that's time to eat breakfast and mm-hmm. just to kind of like set the day and maybe talk to your children about the day or just like have your children like that children have a hard time like getting to school or like Mm -hmm. getting out the door in the morning because they don't want to put their tablets away or they don't want to um get um because their energy is kind of drained so I would just find something like just have them have breakfast and just have like a conversation in the morning or play music in the morning or just have Mm -hmm. something that Mm -hmm. um maybe they like to do puzzles in the morning or something that like they can replace that screen time and just be like another like activity that's kind of like calm because I'm not a morning person for sure so I don't Mm -hmm. need like a bunch of crazy things happening (laughs) (laughs) but just like a calm activity or even just sitting there and just talking in the morning just to in our house I don't mean to chime in but in our house we do like please um, chime in all the time (laughs) (laughs) but for me I have to look at it as like watching a show is a privilege it's Mm -hmm. not a right and it's in our house it's just like you have earned the privilege to watch a show so when he was about maybe three I would have him I would say okay you have to read 10 books like every single page for 10 like you have to read 10 books before you even ask me if you can watch a show like I have him earn them and even to this day he has to like I was mentioning earlier he has to go through all these things and do those things before he can do it and I think sometimes that's just the difference is having it be a right I mean having it be a privilege over being a right Mm -hmm. just knowing your family values for sure yeah I like that a lot I've noticed that like like when I had a new baby I feel like the mornings became like we're all just sitting in my big bed I'm nursing the new baby and you guys are here and we're watching a show the last sometimes that's so great it is but it is so great it really is. I'm all for that. But I will say, like what you're saying about it being a privilege, not like a right. Lately, where my baby is more independent from me, I'm not just having to sit in bed nurse her all the time. I'm not recovering from having her anymore. I've just been like, what does the morning look like if we all snuggle up in the bed together and just don't watch a show? Like what? And it's so much better. Mm-hmm. because we're just talking to each other and I'm asking my little boy what did you dream about and we're making jokes and we're like spoofing each other's bellies and we're Aww. and it, and I just want to like make a plug for like just try it like just try and seeing even if you don't plan something else to fill that time mm-hmm. just try turning it off and seeing what happens yeah and oftentimes I think just what naturally happens together as a family is going to fill that time and be better than mm-hmm. a show it's so true. We go outside these days in the mornings. Yeah, it's and so it's like, cooler. Yeah, yeah, and it's so nice because I'm just like, oh, like mm-hmm. this is great. They don't need any, you know, like mm-hmm. they don't need any entertainment. It's so beautiful outside right now, and I don't mm-hmm. know. I just think there's so many different ideas. So I also think like planning, planning play dates, and I try to plan play dates for morning time because that gives us somewhere we have to be like or library story time or Mm -hmm. now we have preschool or whatever just whatever we have to I feel like having somewhere we have to be every single day gives us a lot more structure and intention in our day away from lingering or wasting time in the Mm -hmm. morning but that's just me yeah (laughs) I love that though what would you say, I mean, what would, do you have any other tips or any motivation you could give our moms that are listening about screen time that um, you want to add before we... Yeah, so I just want to share this um, little term that has come into society now, and it's called fubbing, P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G, and it's called snobbing when you're, like, snobbing your, like, in-person converse, or, like, your in-person company Mm -hmm. so you're kind of like using your phone and not being a part of the conversation and you see this a lot like at restaurants or like Mm -hmm. um totally yeah 
that's like the main place where I can think of right now and just like put your phone away and just be present and like you've said it's gonna be a challenge but um when you find the right balance for yourself it's gonna be so much easier in the future and your kids will thank you and um they will be so much like that's the best gift you can give them I think those lifelong skills that they'll learn by just like playing yeah Yeah, I love that I love that a lot too it really does suck when you're at dinner with somebody and they're looking at their phone like doesn't that feel Mm -hmm. like the worst Mm -hmm. yeah like, you're like, so I'll just eat my own dinner. Who's in the room with us? <laughs> yeah, and that's happened to me where I'm like talking to someone and they're looking at their phone and I feel ignored. And honestly, that's probably how our children feel a lot of the time when we're looking at our phones. And that's a really good mm-hmm. fubbing. I've never heard that. Have you heard that? I haven't heard that either. You're more hip with the no. times. No. <laughs> yes. yeah. okay. You don't know what a CD is, so clearly... <laughs> So, um, as you know, in all of our episodes, we like to do like a win or a fail from the week. Can you think of a win or a fail or both that you would want to share? So yesterday we were visiting our friends and they just bought a home. And so we went over and, um, we were sitting in their living room and they have this brand new white carpet. Like it is. Oh no. <laughs> Go ahead now. And so I was sitting on the floor with my little man and I was like, oh, please, Royce, just don't, it, don't blow out right now, please. And as soon as I thought that, I heard the noise. Oh, and so no. I just picked him up really quick and changed it. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I made it. <laughs> and then um, I sat him back down and I looked at his face and I was like, oh no, it's coming again. And he exploded for a second time, but I grabbed him and thankfully I had another outfit and I had um, more diapers and it could have been a horrible mess, like their brand new carpet, but I was paying attention and I anticipated it, so it was a total win. Hey, I was proud. I think that's great. <laughs> Almost a fail, but you were very... Oh, no, you had me on my... I thought I was, I thought it was going to be a fail, for sure. If it was me, it would have been a fail. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I would have been distracted by something, some other kid who's doing something else. I know. That's so good. In contrast, my little boy rubbed his poop into our rug the other day. <laughs> so, well, I actually was chasing a turd on the street today from a diaper that fell out of our car. So, there's that too. I mean, <laughs> you just never know. Why chase it? Stories. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what happened. But I was changing her bum and the diaper dropped out of the car and the poop rolled out of the diaper. I'm like, I can't just leave it like on the street like a, like a hard poop on the street why it was big it was like three inches i'm telling you i guess that is like and the I'm epitome like, of littering like a literal turd a yeah <laughs> yeah i just scooped it up and um merrily on We just love, we love this topic and it's so great to get your expertise on it and just hear your, pick your brain about it and all of your ideas. I think it's so great and it's helped me for sure. Yeah, I agree. So just really quick before we close, just remind our listeners where they can find you uh, online and where they can find all your site or whatever, just wherever you want them to find you online. Yeah. So my website is Sarah's, S-A-R-A-H, screensmarter.com. And then my Instagram handle is Sarah Screen Smarter. Perfect. Yeah. You're Thanks. so cute. She is such a doll, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Thanks. Sarah. <laughs>